up? What's happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Ryan and Case No Chase with a Shirley Temp Twist podcast. I am, as always, your host with the most, the steaming vegan, Casey Kello, repping Williamsburg, Virginia. And with me, as always, is the young, gifted, and black, beautiful Tempest Williams. Give it up. Mm. What up, what up, what up? Damn, I thought that was me. <laughs> it was not. And as you guys need no introduction, the lifeblood of the show, the heart and soul of Ride and Case No Chase with a Charlatan Twist. The lifeblood? The lifeblood. Give it up for Ryan motherfucking Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> Nobody gives Nothing a shit. Needed. So check Let's it go. out. <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> Uh, it's been about a year and a half, man. We, uh, a lot going on. Uh, I tried. It's all my motherfucking fault. Uh, yeah. Accountability. <laughs> Accountability. It's all my fault. You know, I was trying to get the show get better, but you know, sometimes keeping it simple is the best formula as a friend of mine, Tempest once told me, keep it simple. It don't overcomplicate it. Let's just keep it pushing. So a lot of shit been going on. COVID new president. Uh, Ryan had a baby. Uh, I, a whole baby. He's almost one now. Uh, I got a right. promotion. I had a my baby job. a year ago. Yeah, he had a baby a year ago. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Uh, a lot of shit was going on. So quarantine life has changed since the last time we did a show. So uh, what's been going on with you, Tempest? What's been going on with you for the last year and a half? Let me be specific. Been chilling, man. Been chilling. Just you know, quarantining and. You know, that's that's it. <laughs> Locked in the house. Ain't doing shit, basically, y'all. So, uh, what about you, Ryan? What's been up with you for the last year? And a half? Oh man, I'm. Uh, I was waiting on you to get to me. Cause listen, so had a baby, right? Right. About to be one. He crawling around, terrorizing. Uh, bought a house. Oh shit! Well, did that. And uh, you know, then oh COVID God, I hit. A house too, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Temp, you bought a house too in that year, in that year and a half. You bought a house too across the street. Uh, yep, you bought your house, and then I bought mine right across the street. Uh, quarantine hit, COVID. Been in here uh, wearing masks and stuff. You know what? I, is, is it just me, or like every time you pull up to a store or anywhere you about to go to, do you feel like you about to rob them? Because you stop, sit in the car for a minute, put your mask on, and then get out and walk in there. I think it's so weird when people stare at you because you ain't got a mask on. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. So, oh, shit, I got a mask on. It's because you don't have a mask on. <laughs> but, you know, a year and a half ago, you walk in with a mask on, they're going to stare at you. Right. Like, oh, yeah. shit, we about to do something. Yeah. Funny shit to me is when I see a motherfucker with no mask, I want to punch him in the face. I ain't going to lie. I'm one of them people that look at you weird when you don't have a mask. That's really, really aggressive. You know what's even weirder is when you're in the car by yourself and they got a mask on? Yeah, like, who are you quarantined <laughs> from? Like, who are you trying to protect yourself from? Who are you social distancing from? Them? Right. Like, you in there alone. You could take it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's been up with you, Casey? Oh, yeah. I don't. I haven't bought a house. Uh, I'm in the same crib. Um, yeah. Okay. Got uh, I got like I said earlier, I got a big promotion at my job, so maybe a house. Okay, making more day. money though. You making more money? 
a lot more. And you know what I you know what I realized after that shit? Uh when you get a little bit more mm-hmm. money, uh you do act funny. There's no there's no way around it. Um I talk to niggas yeah, crazy now. Yeah. You do. Uh, you do. I don't I don't yeah. repeat myself a lot when I make more don't money. He gonna nigga, snitch, on for, snitch on y'all for less. Remember that. Right. Hey, I snitched on you for free. But now that the white man and bless me, ha, boy, I am single handedly <laughs> raising black unemployment every day. <laughs> Shouts out to you. Shouts out to me. Uh yeah, uh also, man, uh I wanted to talk about uh a little bit. Let's just touch on a little bit some of the news that was going on for the year to have some of the kind of recent stuff. So what do y'all think uh just real quick, what do you think about uh Tory Lane's uh shooting Meg the Stallion? You think he did it? No, nah, I don't think he did it. Yeah, me neither. Ryan, what do you think? I think it was genius. To Wait, shoot shooting people. Night? Shooting people is genius. In the pinky toe. You remember Harlem Nights? I remember it, yep. Bruh, genius. Like, <laughs> have you seen the size of Tory Lanez? Versus the size of her? Like, what, why wouldn't he shoot her? What are you supposed to do? How are you going to protect himself? Uh, the most craziest thing is he made a whole album about it. Oh, man. Y'all motherfuckers are stupid. Either, yeah. he, either he didn't do it, or he really loved her. I think he did it. This nigga Ryan said, and I why, it every minute Ryan of. said, why wouldn't he? <laughs> I mean, they look what they say, I'm calling stallion for nothing. Shit. Right. Look at the size of her, bro. I'm just saying, you gotta defend yourself somehow. <laughs> I mean fighting. keep the good fight. So that I mean, leads that Brown, leads me into he bit an, Rihanna. This is another part that makes me lead uh into what my point is about the whole shit about uh, also, while we was going, excuse me, a whole like protect black women uh, hashtag started. I literally went to every black woman I know and said, when you around me, do you feel protected? And they was like, yeah, Casey, but we ain't talking about you. I got news for you. If you could say you around me, you can't say you ain't protected. So that means that you can't say that black men don't protect black women, even if you have one example. You know what I'm saying? So y'all need to kill that shit. Timbers, you think y'all, you think black women are protected? Yeah, but like I think the the biggest thing is that um, black women need to protect black women mm. before we can worry about somebody from the outside trying to protect black women. Mm. We don't protect we don't protect each other. Mm. That's a ball. Are we looking for somebody else to come behind and save us? Casey, look at the size of you, and then look <laughs> at Tory Lane. <laughs> what the fuck do I got to do? We, we, we... <laughs> Casey, look how big your ass is. I'm, I bet you I can bet money. Don't nobody feel protected with Tory Lanez. <laughs> hey, yo, you know what's funny? If I got into a fight with Tory Lanez and I got shot, niggas would be like, uh, pretty much standard. Yep, I saw that coming. Yep. That's what I expected. <laughs> yeah, that's how I expected hey, that fight to and, go. Hey, look, Good idea. That's why I had to get out of the fighting game because, you know, I got to call with too many guns pulled on me and it was like, would nobody up? Would nobody would have been like, why he had to shoot him? Everybody would have understood. So I said either, yeah. either I'm going to shoot him back or I got to stop fighting. Mm. I'm glad you stopped fighting, man. Yeah, I am too. So, yeah. guys, everybody here, we got a new segment for y'all. We got a new segment for y'all, Q&A. You know what I'm saying? We have... Casey. Yeah. You know what else happened in this year and a half? What's up? 
We went to Canada. Oh, I didn't think you wanted to talk about that. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it when you said something about fighting. Whoa, whoa. Ryan. It was they weird. Still, they still looking for us out there. <laughs> Why in all the pictures y'all titties was out? I was, I was about to get on the boat. So everybody had to have their titties out? Hey, man. I just set that trend. I came out my shirt open. Everybody else come out. They was half butt naked. It didn't look like some crazy shit was going on, but won't nobody doing nothing funny. Well, actually, Ryan, like, before Ryan, like, bef- before the boat, I was the first with my titties out at the pool, and those was real nigga titties. Those won't military push-up titties. I had real hood fat nigga titties out at the pool. You did. <laughs> and then after the pool, well, no, after the boat, you thought about, uh, you know. Anyways, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. I don't want to, Ryan. Don't get no charges pending. I get a call next from the feds. I think it's a good idea to lock you guys' titties up. Put your titties away. Wear a bra, a t-shirt, or whatever. A bra or a t-shirt. Wow, Tempest. Wow, that's how you feel. You <laughs> That is how Tempest feels. Put the titties away, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, moving along. So, put them away. today's show. Uh, for the new time we added a new segment uh we want to appreciate everybody who supported us a year and a half is a long motherfucking time yo and we have people asking me about the show consistently ryan about the show consistently asking tempest about the show we get dms people asking when's the show coming back when's the show coming back we back you know what i'm saying so because i told them never i told them the shit won't coming back yeah some people have lost belief but you know what we're gonna keep it pushing (laughs) So we have a, uh, but I'm happy we back, man. So we're gonna add a new segment in, basically where we ask you guys are gonna be able to ask us any questions because other than fucking around and talking Mm -hmm. shit, we also are relationship experts. All of us Mm -hmm. are married. Uh, We pretty good at articulating, you know, and we're good at sharing our perspective on things and why we make our marriages work. We also all are parents, you know. Nobody's a perfect parent. There's no perfect blueprint on it, but we have very three distinct styles of marriage. Uh, Tempest is different than Ryan. Ryan is different than Casey as far as how we do our marriages, how we are with our children. You know what I'm saying? So we all have unique perspectives. So we're taking questions from our listeners. We're going to get into that later on. And uh, if you guys got questions, go to our Instagram page, Ryan. for next week's show and so on and so forth. We'll start taking questions. But for today, the topic is gold diggers and broke niggas. Gold diggers by definition, guys, is like a girl who's just all about that bread, like whatever. Like it's not about love, it's about that money. And you know, broke niggas are pretty self-explanatory. Nigga, you don't got and we all been broke. We we all been broke for a time or two. You know, everybody been, uh, you know, fell on financial hard times. But at the same time, uh, being a broke nigga is more like a lifestyle. Uh, it's more like a lifestyle or a lifestyle choice more than just, you know, hey, you know, a nigga don't got no money right now. Because, you know, after them bills come through, a lot of the motherfucking time, uh, you end up broke. So... First and foremost, I wanted to ask, uh, we'll start with you, Ryan. I'll ask you, uh, what is the line 
right now that you would look at a girl and say she's a gold digger? And what is the uh, thin line in the sand between being a gold digger and just a bitch being about damn near a prostitute? Like, when the hell does it go from the transition of just being like, I'm a girl who likes men with money, and then it's like, I fuck men for money. Like, how do you decide the difference? The corner? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) if you you stand on the corner you are a prostitute no it's like it's kind of like what you just said though for real like if you're just fucking him you know they got a name for that too they usually like like a sugar daddy or something if you just giving this man some pussy so you can get your bills paid or whatever you know what i'm saying Mm. then that's what that is that's what it is but um with like gold digging I think it's kind of like, it's one of those things where you got to look at what she wants. Like, what is she actually there for? Like, you can kind of tell, mo- most people can tell from the outside looking in than the man that's, you know, being preyed upon. Uh, usually people looking in can see it before he can see it because it's like, damn, you know, like he's spending all this bread. And especially if it's early on, like, okay, he just took her to goddamn Cancun. Okay. He just paid her light bill. Okay. He just paid, uh, you know, for her kid to get braces or some <laughs> shit. But they just met two months ago. Like, that's a lot of fucking money for two months of dating. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It, it, sometimes it's like how quick shit starts progressing and money getting spent. And, and then you start looking at, you remember, I think we had a show about it or, or we talked about it before where you look at uh, just people that are out of mm. your league. Like, you can look at somebody, you look at a female, like, oh, she's pretty. And then you look at a cornball looking dude, like, how did he get her? And the first thing most of us think, he must got money. Hell yeah. That's a fact. Timbers, what you think about it? Like, what Like what to you determines the difference between gold digger, other than the corner, of course, and pimping? Uh, what do you what do you look at a difference between like a corn? I mean, uh, uh I was about to say a cornball. <laughs> what do you look at a difference between a uh, a gold digger and like straight up prostitution? Like, what do you see as like so the difference between the two? Go ahead. Do, do you think B Simone is a gold digger? Who is B Simone? So she was the chick who said she can't be with a dude that working nine to five. Well, 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 what's the name? Yeah, I, yeah I'm glad you asked that, Tim. Yeah, she is. I don't. We'll see. Here's the thing. She get on my fucking nerves. Yeah, but 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 here's but here's the thing. You remember her case? I do. I know. I I know the interview. I just didn't know the girl's name. But here's 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 my thing about that. Surprisingly, after putting thought into it, I don't think that females should fuck with a dude that don't that they can't provide to them for certain aspects. Now, for her to say a nine to five, I think that's corny because it's like yo. Uh, it don't matter how much a man makes, but some girls, like, some niggas make enough, just enough to pay your bills, and you gotta be kind of equally yoked, so to be honest with y'all, I kind of understand what she was saying. It's like, if you were, if you were six, if you were a girl who makes six figure, and you're used to six figure things, and I make 30,000, um, I basically can't afford to, you know, go half with you on anything. You see what I'm saying? So it's like we can't afford to do the but things see, we can't. Here's the thing I can't though, like right? like Tempest right now. I give you a prime example, Tempest. Right now, you guys are all good, successful financially wise. 
So a dude working at McDonald's Tempest can't afford to take you to maybe your favorite restaurant that your husband can. Ryan, same with you. Like a girl that is working that fucking or that braids hair on the wool. Braid hair girls make a lot of money. No disrespect to the hair industry. But I'm saying like, let's just say a girl has like a regular part-time job. She can't afford for your birthday to take you to Ruth Chris like your husband, like your wife does, right? You see what I'm saying? So it's like... She can't afford me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's like, I could I could understand but, the so, person being like, I can't so fuck I with a dude because she's probably at least a, a couple hundred thousand there. So it's like, if she get a dude that work at a fucking Kinko's or she get a dude that work at fucking Walmart, he can't afford like kind of like her lifestyle. So I could kind of understand what she's saying, even though that's not what love is all about. I can understand what she's saying. Right. So I think a lot of this too is that if if you go into a relationship, you looking for what the other person automatically brings to the mm-hmm. table, then you have go digger tendencies. Because if you're looking for, if that person has everything that, you know, everything else, but they may not make enough money. And it could be whatever the circumstances are. They could have a new career. It could be so many other different things. But if they meet every other standard that you have, and they're trying to like, oh no, I got this dream, or I'm gonna do this, and you know, it is room for growth, and y'all supposed to grow together as a relationship. Mm-hmm. How is that a problem? I think that I think, mm-hmm. I, but you got to be real. If it depends on what you look at. Now, see, I can understand it. That don't mean I agree with it. Like, I understand. Like, okay, right now, if my wife was to get a dude that made less money or didn't have a job, this there's, there's value in that. So it's like you have to be somewhere to like like Tempest. Could you bang with a dude? Like let's say you were single, and speak for all the ladies out there, Temp, that you know, like hold them down. You could really fuck with a dude that was broke, but he just loved you properly. Because you know you gotta realize this too. Sometimes in a relationship, you're not looking for somebody to provide for you because you may That's be the true. provider. But the question is not. Mm. So you may not be looking for somebody to provide for you looking for somebody who's going to spend time with you. You looking for somebody who do the, the fun things that you want to do. And, you know, it may never even come up that the, that the motherfucker is broke because he figured out a way to say, oh, I'm going to still be romantic. We may not do this. We may not do that. But I'm going to make it. Got happen. you. Got you. I, I, I get what you're saying, Tim. But my point is, could you personally, Tempest Williams, mess with a dude that was broke if you loved him? Yeah, depends okay. on what like because I'm like if we if we going into to be life partners, then I'm here to uplift you. I'm here to speak life into you. I'm here to make, help you grow. And the same for me, you know, you should be doing the same thing, speaking life into me and getting growth out of me. So and if we coming up together and we growing together, then you know he won't be broke for long. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree with you, man. I'm just I'm just I'm yeah. just literally uh, I'm you literally know, me on the other hand. Uh, look. If I meet you at the bar and we chopping it up and we vibe very well, but work never comes up and we go out on another date and we really vibing and kicking and having a good time. And one day I go to Chick-fil-A and I see you at the window. (laughs) That's going to throw me off. What did she like? Like she wink at you. She like, I threw some surprise in the bag. Hey, Mm, I'm appreciate it. I'm going to appreciate it. And then she like, so since you know. And then she like, I got your order ready and shit like that. Yeah. 
But I can't eat Chick Fil A every day. Still, I got some coupons hey, for you. I'm gonna tell friend. you what. <laughs> yep. Now my friends. I'm gonna tell you what. Goddamn it! I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. Bring me home Chick Fil A, even though I'm vegan. Bring me back when I wasn't. Bring me home Chick Fil A. That's a fair exchange. <laughs> so you good, bro? Bring something. Like I don't give a shit about the money. If I if. Like, no, 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 but like in your 30s, in your 30s, Casey, in yeah, your 30s, you, you know in my nice. 30s right yeah, now, I can nice. say that. Yeah, you ain't lying because they right. train them. I've there. never once. So, in your 30s, you in good my with 30s, that. I'm good with that if I'm financially stable. Like, if I'm good, I'm good with her bringing Chick fil A home and paying okay. maybe two bills. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see, but too, the older we get, too, we got to realize that people have different, they go through different things in life. So, divorce you know losing your job those Absolutely. those things happen and somebody who was actually up before can't up down at Absolutely. the bottom, but see that's what, what i'm talking about when we talk about my- broke niggas like broke nigga energy it's a different type of energy you see what i'm saying so it's like a lot of women the things that they require you're not gonna get from a financially fucking stable dude because nine times out of ten any dude that's put his 100% into his career, those are the guys that's going to progress. You have to put 100% in. You feel what I'm saying? So, nigga, at the least, you're going to be working 40 hours a week at the least. And that's at the very least. So it's like, and then you got to sleep for you. (laughs) You don't know that. Boy, you got that promotion, don't know that. He's like, look, because, you know what I'm saying, if you want something, you got to go get it. You put that time in. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how I got my promotion. You see what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> see, y'all gotta realize this is how you get promoted. I'm giving y'all but, a game. Anyway, nah, man, for for for, for like, real though, like on, like on the real though, though, like on the real, <laughs> bro. With like a dude, broke niggas is like a lifestyle. They got the energy to give girls the things that they claim that they're looking for. Ryan, you don't have time to chase around a girl that's super needy. I don't have the time to chase around a girl that's super needy. I can't text you all day. I can't talk on the phone with you all day. I can't be there every time you need me. A broke nigga, he could be there. He could cook. He could he could he could cook all the food that you pay for. He could have a barbecue every weekend because he's not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like the broke nigga yeah. energy. I understand why it why it went, but I but for my female friends that's financially good i think that their biggest fear is basically being used and being basically having to take care of a man you feel me because i don't think no woman really wants to do that that's just my opinion ryan do you would you be okay being taken care of by a woman that made money could you live with yourself how much money we talk let's just say (laughs) 700 700 a year ryan (laughs) and and you don't gotta work could you be okay sitting at the crib i mean you know they got house husbands and shit. You know, you got to keep somebody got to keep the house clean and shit. And, Seven hundred fifty thousand, you know, Ryan. Wash she can get a clothes, dude. I mean, hey, shit. Somebody got to keep an okay. eye on so that. So I bitch. guess the answer is yeah. Make sure so here's so here's it. the difference. So so Tim, like, okay. let, let me ask you. Tim, seri- hold on, hold on, real no, quick. Okay, hold, so on, listen, hold on, listen, hold on. Just a serious question, though. No, I said. Well, let me let me just say this. It's yes and no. Honestly, I joked about that just now. That was just me being silly. But honestly, I would probably get bored. Because think of, okay, we've been in quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when the whole COVID shit just kicked off, when it first kicked off, we was, like, really stuck in the house for, like, six months straight. Right. And during that time, bro, 
I almost lost it. I thought I was about to get cabin fever in here. Yeah, bro. Now, granted, maybe if I could have gotten out and been more, you know what I'm saying, mobile and moving around like I'm used to, it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just being locked in the house like that. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying, my wife went back to work before me. So I was still at home. And she was going to work. I'm at home <laughs> with the kid, just chilling. Yeah, man. And it drove me crazy. Yeah, we we we've talked about it uh, countlessly on the show and personally, bro. I'm just, I guess I'm kind of y'all called me old fashioned and shit, bro. But I I can't, I cannot not contribute and like be able to at least. That's because you don't wash clothes. That's true. I don't wash clothes, but I I can't I. Because that's a contribution. That's a contribution. Yeah, value, itself, bro. bro. You got the laundry. You take care hold, of hold uh, the, the food. Make sure dinner is Ron, hold it down for the housewives right there, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you clean up and shit. Oh, that, boy, that is fucking Tell them, sis. There's no price tag on what I do every day. <laughs> and then I got a couple of hours I can sit down and work on my Madden <laughs> skills and shit. And, and, and Chelsea, when is the last time you told him he was pretty? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she don't appreciate me. Yeah. She does not appreciate me. Uh man, yeah. But I mean, me, me personally, bro. Like, yeah, I don't do laundry and shit like that. I told y'all, like, I'm like I'm old fashioned. But it's like, I really, I really can't. I could, like, even if a girl was making seven hundred fifty, I'd be like, okay, well, look, I'm about to take you to IHOP. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to, you know, take you out. I, I got, I'm going to take care of everything. That's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't sit at the crib and be no goddamn house house husband. Nah, that's not my style. So, Casey, Casey, so like, let's say, you know what I'm saying, every two weeks, your wife bring home a $5,000 check. Yeah. You cool with coming in with your, you know, $1,200? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Now it's, now it's $6,200. Add this to the pile. <laughs> hey, look, you remember what Eddie Murphy said? <laughs> $1,500,070. So that, that brings me to something else that's like that I talked about with somebody, one, one of my friends today. Why do people get so uncomfortable when a prenup mm. comes up? I'm going to tell you why. Because bitches be fronting. I'm not going to lie. Bitches be fronting. Hmm. What, if, what if she the one that's making the money? Like what if, like I just said, like you you not okay. the, the breadwinner in the house and your wife come to you, hey, Casey, let, let's go ahead and do this prenup. You going to be cool with it? No, I'm not. <laughs> Because that's the beauty of a prenup, right? That's the beauty of a prenup. The beauty of a prenup is we're not supposed so to get a divorce. You get half for everything. You're not. But do you think if something was to happen, you're supposed to get half of the right. money? Again, that's the beauty of a prenup. Why are we talking about our divorce mm-hmm. even before we get married? Well, I think I think sometimes too you gotta think about too when you do a prenup, it's like it's how it it can put a clause on other things. Cause say it's a family property, or say it's something that is tied to the family, mm-hmm. and you don't want nobody to, you know, as a family that needs to be that needs to stay yeah. there, whatever the case may be. 
it can go down to children, so on and so forth. But as soon as, say, you know, you do get a divorce or something happens or, you know, wife passed away, now that property is no longer in the family is given to you. And you don't want to do the same thing with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes it, I think it makes Family sense. Family heirlooms and shit. Bro, yeah. do y'all really think that, uh, like, I, I want to see, like, examples because I've never heard of it be like, yeah, uh, I'm getting half, so I want to take the fucking, the fucking. Uh, I want to take the shoes that his big mama gave him. His, I want to take the bra and shoes that his son, that his, that his mama gave him. Like, I don't think that nobody really trying to get family heirlooms in court. Like, I don't give a shit about the motherfucking. Well, if it's a, you got to think about it. what if it's a house, what if it's land. If yep. if I that's can tell you this right now, if I had it, my ex would have took it. <laughs> <laughs> If I had, she would have took it. She took everything. Hey, what the hell you want with a 1972 <laughs> Buick Scholar, Skylark that Ryan's great-granddaddy had? I don't hey, give a nigga, damn. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. But like, like what if it's what if it's acreages of land? What if it's apartment complexes? Uh, like see, you, you thinking big, know. Tim. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking like, because when you said heirlooms, I was thinking like, your grandmama left you a jacket or, you know, her, you know, your, your, yeah, okay. I feel you. Nah, I'm talking yeah, about, like, you, hey, you it's, it's, it's scary. Like property. It's scary. Real estate. But yeah, guys, all, think, about, mean, think about, think about when you guys me. walk down the aisle. Does, did that really cross your mind? And you know what? Let's get personal for a second. How many of y'all really do got prenups? Ryan, you got a prenup? Probably when we got when we got married, we didn't have shit. Right. So, uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> a prenup for what? I'm right. Put on it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think prenups is usually for people that come in the, to the marriage with, with stuff. Money. Right. Yeah, I understand the issue. I understand the issues with a prenup, but I understand, bitch. You know what? The shit is a little yeah. bit more balanced, and it's like. Okay, I make seven hundred thousand. Okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Prenup because I'm gonna take what I got. You take what I got. But if I'm seven hundred thousand in, I'm a million in, and she's come with twenty four thousand. Yeah, we need a prenup because we, you know what I'm saying? We gonna walk away with what we came in with. Okay, see why? Yeah, no, you just say you you're, not, you're not thinking about divorce. When you I'm saying, and say, I'm talking about me. I don't got a million dollars. No, so yeah, I'm going me off too. of y'all point. I'm going off. I'm of talking your point about being like too. nigga. We broke any goddamn way. You see what I'm saying? But like, if if right. if if I do understand, so, but you think if, okay, if you come in with money, you think you makes need sense a premium. When you got a lot of money. Fuck yeah. Okay. Got you. So if you come in, you know what I'm saying, you making uh six figures and yeah, she working Taco, Taco yeah. Bell. Now when I make six figures, I Yeah, so yeah, so see, you even the Chick-fil-A comment. Prenups are for assets. You got assets before. So you have assets before. Yeah, if I don't got shit, you don't got shit. Yeah. To keep those I agree. assets. I agree. I don't separate. got shit, you don't got shit. Right. So I and yeah, I got you. Okay, guys, that's a, that's, right. that's beautiful uh the content. But what I wanted to know was uh like, I really don't have a problem with a person saying or a woman saying, if I'm going to fuck you or I'm going to fuck with you, I want you at least to have a place I could pay my, to lay my head or, or 
I want you to at least be able to feed me and court me or do something with me properly. Because I'm not going to lie, man, in my job and all through my life, I talk to a lot of women and it's like, damn, you giving a nigga the pussy and his, you waiting for his mama to go to sleep and you 33? Or I tell you what's, what's wrong, wrong with that, that man? Like, that's tri- that's whack, right? That's whack. He 30. But what if, what if, what if there's no such thing, Ryan? You know, goddamn well. Stop trying to hold the broke niggas down, Ryan. Stop it. My mama live with me. It is a such thing. Let's say, let's say I, I, I brought my mama in to be, you know, a nanny. Okay, right. That's the key. exception. Okay, that's the exception to the rule. Ninety-nine. What I'm talking about is the nigga that live with his mama, not the nigga who take care of his mama. Okay. Shout out to everybody who take care of their mama. Oh. But what I'm saying is, nigga, if you at home with mama and you ain't never left, I'm talking broke nigga energy. I don't think women should give the pussy. I don't think women oh. should give up the pussy to a nigga that don't, that can't at least, at the very least, put you in a, a warm bed and fucking be able to pick you up and be able to feed you. So let me ask you this. Motel 6. Hey, keep the even the Motel right. 6, because Ryan, is, right. Ryan, you know damn well we talk about this all the time. There's plenty of broke niggas out there that ain't even doing the six. Let's go half on the six. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, the most Bro, six we'll leave the light on for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about how I know that. You mean price. to tell me, Ryan, Don't like, if you got, like, uh, you know, female friends or one day you have a daughter, Ryan, or, like, your nieces and nephews and shit, and, they, and you giving them game, it's like the nigga couldn't take you to the six and get you some Wendy's? Like he could, he couldn't do that, and you fuck this nigga yeah, in the, you in the back seat of his that. mama car. No, now granted, the the six then went up on no. their prices. He should at hey. least, and I think that before <laughs> niggas step out there and get women, I really do believe this. Before y'all step out there and want to be players, y'all need to have y'all shit together. And women need to, and women need to yeah. stop fucking no, with broke ass niggas, bro. Like saying. for real, I really believe that shit. And when I say broke, I'm not saying niggas that pay bills. I'm saying niggas that choose a lazy lifestyle that don't want to, don't have no get up and get it. I'm talking about niggas that have nothing. Niggas that really, literally, I'm not talking about you paid your bills. So yeah, let's define, let's define, let's okay. define broke. To me, let's define broke. Cause let's say I got a, I got a job. I got my own apartment, but I'm still living paycheck to yeah. paycheck, paying my bills and shit, but I ain't got That's no not what I'm talking to take about. your ass out. I'm talking about but is that not considered broke? See, y'all don't listen. Y'all don't live. Y'all don't <laughs> live where I live. Y'all live in white people, Africa. I live 15 minutes from Baltimore. It's real broke niggas, bro. I mean, that have nothing. That that bro, nothing. That niggas niggas is like, I'm completely content. My whole day is dedicated to getting me fucking twenty dollars to find me a blunt to smoke for the day. Ride around. Finding niggas I to get, get high. In my that. old neighborhood, what? there was niggas from the t- moment they woke up to the time they get to bed, they trying to. I get that. But, like, if I can't, I still can't afford to take nobody out. We can't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? My car in the shop. Bro. I can't hey. go far. Yeah. Oh, I ain't got no car. I got me this Listen, bus at car. the end of the. You know what I'm saying? I got I got my damn, I'm gonna tell uh, you. my Metro Pass car. Ryan. I ain't got no fucking car. You know what? I'm going to put myself my out there, nigga, because I don't care. I've been 
on that level of broke before. If you could bring a bitch back mm-hmm. to the crib and it's warm in there, you don't even need cable. You know your homeboy could 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 open the box. You can sit a bitch down with a TV in a warm house and fuck her in a bed with a blanket and, an air and one pillow. <laughs> and air, uh, and, and an even air exactly Tim on the air mattress. You got air mattress, bro. That's good. As, as long as, as it's your place. shit. But but. Hey, but some chicks ain't going Well, fuck her. That. Fuck that bitch. Let me tell you something, Casey. I'm going to put myself out there just because you did. Thank and, you, brother. You know, I don't want you to be out there alone. So I've been broke like that before where I had a, an, an apartment, and this is when my ex was taking everything. <laughs> That's why I didn't have nothing. I had an apartment, <laughs> and I was struggling to pay the rent. So I'm paying the rent. I can't afford to take these chicks out nowhere. So my slick ass try to play the, the Jedi mind trick and try to talk to these females and be like, girl, you can't cook, can you? And she's like, yes, I can. Man, I'll be cooking. Well, why don't you come by my house and cook something? <laughs> and man, like, it got to be something simple now. I ain't got much. I got some chicken and I got some green beans. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had some glory greens. So you come on. Hey, check it out, bitch. I got a... I gotta... Hey, Ryan, I, I got a half pound of hamburger easy. meat, some spaghetti sauce, and some fucking noodles. Not even real noodles. I got ramen noodles. Let's see what you can make work out of this. You know what I'm saying? Going through some things. Bro, I did, I did have somebody. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. But see, that's, too. bro, it's dudes out here literally. And I understand what some sisters are saying when they like, bro, this nigga's trying to 100% literally mooch off me. Cause bro, I bro, I see it. Ryan, you see mm-hmm. it too, bro. Where it's like, bro, I'm literally going from. Hey, I'm trying to move in. Girls go through it all the time, bro. Like you taking pictures on Facebook. But see, how do you how I which I don't understand is how how does someone get get that deep into a relationship or a situationship where somebody can have? I agree, to it, but it happens. You. Like it happens because because girls will say as a thirty plus. You know, because because they had to meet some standard of yours in order well, for standards are low. Two thousand twenty standards are low. Standards super low right now. But I, but I, like, I don't I know about that, Casey. I, I I got some info from a friend of mine. I asked her. I asked her what are deal breakers from her. Boy, she gave me bars for like ten minutes on a list of different things that are deal breakers from her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, and. Honestly, it's sad. I hope she don't mind. I'm not gonna say her name, but she's still single. So I'm like, is that why you're still single? Because you have such high standards, right? Strict rules and things that you. I hope your friend is listening. I don't know her name. I don't know who she is, but I guarantee you the bitch lying. She's Mm -hmm. single because don't nobody want her. And also, listen. Wait a minute. No, I think. Wait a minute. a lot hey, of wait times a minute. Standards. And number two, those standards are bullshit. I guarantee you, there's niggas out there that go wipe all those standards out the door with a pretty smile and a big dick. All those standards are gonna go out the window, and then she's gonna sit up and sell to us how he's different, and she made him. He made me let my guard down. 
like bro. not at like I can see that like if you like 25 26 year old I like I think age matters a whole lot in yeah. those situations because yeah. when you get that. to a certain age too and that's when you start to see like you get you 30 plus and things like that and you start living your life and you got a career and you got this you got that you, people are they tend to to date in shorter times and they get married quicker because it's like okay this is what I want I already know what I want so if you if you understand and you know what I want this is what I'm you know this is what you bring it to the table. Cool, we can we can Man, move forward. Listen, look, I'm gonna I'm be honest with y'all. Best thing that ever happened to me, I got a divorce, <laughs> and you know why? Because I learned so much from Amen. that first situation. You know what I'm saying? Like it was cool. I mean, it sucked going through a divorce because the shit's expensive, but uh, but I'm happy I went through it because I learned more about myself and what I was willing to deal with and not willing to deal with Mm -hmm. what I look for, what I don't look for, what I like, what I don't like. And I felt more comfortable with myself being able to express, Mm -hmm. Hey, I ain't feeling that. Yeah. I don't do that. (laughs) I'm not cool with that right there. We're not doing that. That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? And and, and even, even, it even gave me time to look in the mirror at myself and like, Mm -hmm. look at things where I fucked up in my previous marriage, like, you know what? Okay. I wasn't doing good in communication. Let me work on that. I need right. to be a, a, a better communicator. So that's why I say it was the best. I tell some of my friends all the time, like, look, mm-hmm. you need to get a divorce. Yes. <laughs> Listen, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah. Cause that's Brian, Ryan, that's real talk though. <laughs> what you got going on? That's real talk y'all fighting all the time. Get a divorce, but your next wife, because listen. listen i'm hmm. look and i'm gonna tell you and i'm gonna say tell something me, else kind of real bro like when it comes to women i understand you shouldn't want a gold you shouldn't want a nigga that's broke but at the same time a gold digger at the end of the day here's the question what's your price because if we really about this bread like you say you is but you go if i got enough money you gonna go there so it's basically like putting a price tag on yourself. Wouldn't y'all agree? I think, like I said, I think it all boils back down to the growth and the maturity of the person and the age, the age gap in the people. So if you, if, if you have a certain age, you haven't lived and you haven't been through enough, then yeah, that could be it. But then you meet females that they know what they want and they're not going to let that number or anything be swayed by what they know that they but, want. At the same time, to play devil's advocate, temp, some women are done. Some women have given up on that fairy tale. I had a woman tell me that she'd been married twice, and she said she's not going to marry for love again. She said, I'm never marrying for love again. She said, mm. she said the yeah, biggest mistake she, she made was money. marrying for love. She said, I'm not marrying for love again. She's marrying for stability. Now can we? Now wait a minute. Oh. Can we? Can but we see, that, get? Can we? That's get a, that's also that? a problem though, because how can? Wouldn't yeah? Because how can somebody else bring you stability? Like if you're not stable within yourself, right, but, nobody but else Tempest, can bring. She you wasn't anything. talking about mm-hmm. emotional stability. She's not. She was talking about financial. No, stability. I mean financial. And, whatever. And Tempest, we both mean. know that's possible. Yeah, but if if I can't provide that for myself. It's I can't expect somebody though, else to provide that. It's possible, though, Tim. If a nigga make enough money, it is possible for him to yeah, make you financially like, stable. Yeah, it's it's true. He he. If you look around and be like, I ain't yeah, worried about no bills. But once you huh? once you've been married twice, 
Yeah, but once you've been married twice, you should be looking in within self to get yourself mm. financially stable and figure out how the fuck to you to, to that you're stable, that you don't need anybody else to make you stable, that you're not looking for. I a agree man with that, Tim. But Tim, that's you. This person you I'm talking what? about. But Tim, that's that's no, that's you. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The thought makes sense. I even though I agree with Tim, I don't agree with her. Well, I'm done with this love shit, nigga. Like, cause, because cause, bro, you've listen, been married more than one time. It's you. Well, okay, let me put it like this: if you if you have been divorced more than one time, at what point do you look in the mirror? I'm like, you know what? True, it's me. But. You you gotta also say I fucked up, nigga. I'm not marrying for love no more. Like if you if you marry for love, those are when all of those fucking little bullshit ass mistakes. Why would I say that? Like no, because like that's that's the thing. Because if somebody truly loves you, they're gonna speak life into you. They're gonna want to see you grow. They're gonna do all those things. So those things are like that's that's the thing. If somebody truly loves you. They'll speak life into you. You'll see growth within yourself. You'll start becoming a better person because that person does love and truly care for you. Now, it's different being with people in a relationship that don't know how to love, which they may love you, but just don't know how to express that or know how to show you those things. So it's two different things. You know, I read a book that kind of helped with that. That Love Languages book. Man, I'm telling you, that book was amazing. You read that book because sometimes... You're loving somebody. The way to what, Ryan? Huh? You said you're loving somebody the way that what? The way that you love. You know what I'm saying? Instead of loving them or learning how they receive it. You know what I'm saying? You might be, hey, I'm the type of person that I need physical touch. So right. you might go up to this person and be like touchy feely, hugging, it but that's sense. not them. that's not how they receive love. They're more of words of affirmation. They prefer for you to tell them, "Hey, you look good today." Hey, you know what I'm saying? I like that hat you got on. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. you did good cooking today. Whatever, whatever. So that book helped me realize that because it's like, damn, you know what? I think that could help a lot of people. It helped me. Because I look at it like, damn, okay, I was fucking that up. I'm sitting here wondering why the hell you're not receiving this. <laughs> it's because I'm giving you what I want. Right. Instead exactly. of learning what you want. That's real right. But back to back to marrying for love opposed to marrying for uh financial stability, I could understand it. Cause let me give y'all the prime example. Let's say Ryan, Tempest, Casey, let's say all of us are Super duper breadwinners, six figures, seven hundred million dollars a year, couple we millionaires. Okay, we meet a girl, we vibing out. Shit, she like Prince, nigga. She fucking like boxing, nigga. Like she's she's my best friend, like everything, like nigga, everything just clicks. She can cook like my grandmama, she can cook like my mama. She makes spaghetti like my sister. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she just she's my dream woman, right? And I married her for love, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple years later, it's like, yeah, fat nigga, uh, I'm out of here. And I'm taking half your money. Why should I? Why should I? Wouldn't that kind of make you be like, all right, fuck this shit. I'm never marrying a broke bitch again. 
No, because marriage is mutual. So you loved her. <clears throat> she didn't love you. <laughs> so it's two different things. But, like, but, but Tim, love is a four-letter word. And it's, to, it's but easy. to add to that, Casey, to I'm add telling to y'all, that, it's easy to convince a person you love them, though. It's, it's not hard. No, but Casey, to add to that, you cannot blame somebody else because somebody, one other person fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't be mad at Temp because you did something fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I ain't never going to have no more friends because Casey, he was on that bullshit. Yep. I will never trust another nigga to be my friend because Casey was on that bullshit. Right. No. But I'm, I'm just saying like, no, marriage is, but marriage is <laughs> totally different. Marriage is different. Temp is, temp is marriage is, but marriages are different than bullshit, man. You're supposed to learn lessons. Marriage is different than friendship. You're supposed to learn lessons. That's no, what prenups are for. In relationships, regardless if that is a marriage or a friendship, yeah. you 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 learn right. lessons but, in friendship. In right, but but okay, but okay, okay. okay. So again, again, Casey, I, I put myself out there again because I don't mind. <laughs> so after my first situation, uh, I had <laughs> I went through a spell where I'm like, I don't trust these bitches no more. Fuck them. I'm just gonna do me. I will never trust another female. And I and I went and got tattoos on the back of my arms, love and trust, because I felt like that was shit I never wanted to see again because I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? So I That's put why it on I was the on back, the back of my arms so I can't see it. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I'm, I'm going through life and I'm just going around meeting different women like, yeah, I'm never gonna trust you. And then I met my motherfucking wife and I looked at her and we talked for like the first time I met her, we just talked. For like a couple hours. Damn, that was a dumbass tattoo. I was like, damn, I get these tattoos on my arm. And you know what's crazy? So like when we first met, I, I, we had been kicking it for a little bit, right? I don't even think we had started dating or nothing yet. She asked me, "Why you got them tattoos on the back of your arms?" And I gotta explain this to her. Like, well, at the right. time, you know, I felt like that was something I didn't have in my life, and I didn't think I would ever have it again, and so I never wanted to see it. So I put it behind me. All the love and trust was behind me. Right. Shit didn't change now. Because I met somebody see, worth all of that. You know what I'm saying? Right, Ryan. But would you now, now, not to pry, but Ryan, when you looked at your first situation and made you get the tattoos and then you met somebody special, how much of the L of the first situation do you put on yourself and say, shit, I was marrying you for the wrong reason? So... The first situation, what I would say is, I wouldn't say it was for the wrong reasons. I would say I was young. I was young and didn't know no better. Which so, is the wrong reason to get married. Well, okay, sure, if you want to go there. But right. what I used it as, as a tool, it was a learning lesson. I learned from that whole situation. I learned so much. I, every time I look back on it, I just, I, I'm happy. That's why I say I'm happy I went through the best thing that ever happened to me. Because I learned so much about marriage, about relationships, mm. about right. trust, about communication, right. about myself. I learned. And I'm able to use all of that. Ryan, say that one more time. Ryan, say that one more time. Say that one more time. Which part? The end when you said I learned so much about blank. Say that one time. Oh, I learned so much about myself mm. that I'm able to give my wife a better version of me. That's beautiful, man. 
That's beautiful. I, 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 I'm, I'm all about marrying for love, man. It's just, it's just, you know, we gotta, we gotta look at, try to look at as many per- different perspectives as we can. You know what I'm saying? I could understand a person saying, okay, well, look. At the end of the day, marrying for love could put you in a lot of stupid situations. I agree with marrying with love for love, but love can get you fucked up in the game of fucking dating and in the game of marriage. Love can get you fucked up. Because love is yeah. not, because love is not logical. Love don't make sense. Right. But we can't be afraid of failure. That's so true. that's the biggest thing is but that Tempest, I know I'm you sure can't be you know girls. Right? Like you sometimes you gotta step out. Absolutely. But Tempest, right? I'm sure we both know people that love a nigga that's pounding upside their motherfucking head. You love a nigga that's fucking everything with a pussy. You love a nigga that's broke. You love or you love a female that's a hoe. You ever loved a hoe before? It's fucking gut wrenching. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, ever. <laughs> I have loved a hoe before, nigga. I have loved a whore. That shit is did terrible. Did you love her? Or did you love what she could do? For you? I was it love her. or lust? I loved was her it outside love of the bedroom. Well, I thought. Well, was okay. Good point, Ryan. Lust? I I thought I loved her. <laughs> okay. I thought yeah, I did. You thought you loved, but her. yeah. Now you know when you get older, you know what real love is. But I thought I loved her at the time. But it's like, bro, heartbreaking. People love people, but love will get you fucked up out here. And it's like, yo, love has nothing to do with money. Love has nothing to do with sex. Love has nothing to do with anything physical. Love is love, yo. True love. I believe in God. True love is uh, the way God loves us, which is unconditional. That's love. Love has nothing to do with anything else, right? So if you like, all the other stuff is just icing on the cake. But love will get you fucked up. Because you can love somebody that's flawed. You could love an ugly person. You could, you could, you could love a broke person. You could love a fucking, you could love a fucked up person. You could love a drug addict. You could love all kinds of people. Love will get you fucked up. And I understand people who don't want to put, be put in that situation again. You're right. You know what I'm saying? But that's, 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 that's part of to me, that is part of the learning process. Mm-hmm. That's where I learn because I don't want to be in this situation again. It's not about love. It's about, okay, this is where things went south. This is what I did wrong. So let me first look in the mirror at me. This is where I fucked up. I didn't do this. Okay, now, this is what I allowed to happen to me during this time. Right. So let me correct that as well. Absolutely. You got to learn from everything. Got to learn. So at the end of the day, guys, we understand all y'all perspectives, but I guess the conclusion of today's show is like, love is love, man. Love who you love, bro. And we we, we understand all situations, but at the end of the day, there is no price tag on love, man. If you love who you love, whether it's somebody broke, whether it's money. And so next, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up uh, as far as this topic goes. And uh, we're going to bring it to our Q&A portion. We will be back in a few seconds. Peace out. Okay.
Hey, everybody. Uh, great show. A uh, lot of great feedback, man. I feel good about it, man. We got one in the bucket. Uh, so right now, we're going to start off with our Q&A portion because, uh, you know, we relationship experts out here in these streets. Um, so we're going to slap it over to first. We're going to go with uh, let's see here. We're going to go with Ra Ra from Baltimore. Shout out to Ra Ra, my homegirl at my job. You know what I'm saying? She listens to the show. She's a big fan of all of us. So uh, much love to her. So her question, first, I'm going to roll it to Tempest first. Then we're going to go to Ryan and get their views on it. Her question is, in a relationship, in order for you to be a man's everything, does that mean that you have to be his slave? Tempest? No. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Well, you know, I'm break this down like Negro Domus. Break it down, <laughs> baby. First of all, let's define how uh, the term slave. What mm. do you really think the term slave means? And I mean, so to be his everything, do you feel like you are a slave? Because I think slavery could be a mentality to the woman at this day and age. Mm. Hey, Ryan, so let, me, let me let me tell you some real shit. You beat me to it. I agree. Mm. Mm. And if you want to look at slave, you're going to say servant. Because a slave is just a servant that works for free. That's it. So at so, the end of the day, I'm, if you're going to be my everything, yeah, you're going to be you're going to be my slave. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh. So if you go to in order to be my everything, you're gonna be have to be my slave, and you're gonna have to be my queen, and you're gonna have to be my best friend, and you're gonna have to you be my be cook. To be you gotta be my lover, exactly. you gotta so, be my so, whore, you gotta be my porn it, star, you gotta be my slut, you have Casey, to be my friend, you see, gotta be everything. You, you cut Negro Diamonds off. You didn't even let him finish. I'm sorry, Negro so, Diamonds. The thing is, if you're gonna be my everything, well, maybe slave is included. Mm. You got to be my chef, my porn star, my queen, uh, uh, my friend, my slave, all of that. If you're going to be my everything. If you're going to be my everything. Tim, what you think? You quiet over there, Tim. What you think? I think y'all smoking crack. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Hey, man. I think, I think they're high off coke or something. Um, I think... <laughs> That is not what that means to be someone's everything. How can you be somebody's everything and not this slave? Is that everything? Uh, no. <laughs> That's part of it. That's part of it. You're going to be my servant. So Get your ass in there and make the a nigga a sandwich. So are you going in, to, in turn, y'all going to be the slave as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. My wife asked me for something. You got it. We could be in the goddamn bed. Sleep. She might wake me up. Hey, can you go uh, make me some cookies? Cool shit. Fuck Whatever. All right. As, as, long, as long as it goes both ways. I kiss, I kiss the bottom of my wife's feet. I worship her. She is my, I am her slave whenever she wants me to be her slave. She can beat me too. Hmm. Yeah, we don't want to say good day. 
she can beat me. Yeah. What's the next question? All right. <laughs> the next question, guys, is from a couple. I love these guys, Lauren and Larry. They're a married couple. They actually gave us like three, four questions, but y'all covered some of their questions in the show today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Larry. Uh, so we're going to go to uh, question number three. Okay. And and they said, uh, and I'm going to go to Ryan first on this one. They said, is cheating more tolerable when a man has more money? If you want to flip it around to a woman, is it more tolerable when she has more money? Yeah, I, I feel like you got to flip it both ways just to get a better look at this. Uh, I it, it, At that point, that's where the gold digging comes in. Because maybe you will tolerate it because he's giving you money. And then at that point, maybe you're not really with him because of him. You're with him because of what he can provide for you. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, Timbers? <laughs> Does more money make the, uh, make the uh, cheating more tolerable when he has more money? Negative. So you don't give a fuck how point. much money you got. Right. <laughs> At that point, we if we doing all that, we we shouldn't be together. It's two bucks. Why are we even waste? So you walking away from three million dollars because he because he stepped out. Yeah. With no prenup. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I tolerate that? I mean, you going back? You, you I mean, you going back? You you going back to the hood? And you don't got nowhere to go. Because he because he just wanted to get him a little on the side. You walking away? Uh, moonwalking. I'm just saying, so like, let's say goddamn Rick Gonzalez decided to step out on you. Primo, Primo. We got to call him Primo. You don't know the boy's real name. So Rick Gonzalez, y'all have been together for years. Hold on, who the fuck is Rick Gonzalez? Uh, you ever you ever seen Biker Boys or 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 uh oh uh, oh Timbers guy okay Timbers guy I got you I didn't know his name okay Timbers guy Timbers think you cute so okay. his government is Rick Gonzalez <laughs> okay I didn't so, know my bad that's Tim that's Tim anyway y'all been together for years you ain't working you just got the kids and everything and he go do a movie and smash the goddamn co star you leave him gone. <laughs> Tempest Williams, you Tempest Williams, you are full of shit. You're not going nowhere. <laughs> she said, "Go, Tempest, you are full of caca. You are not going first off, nowhere." First off, that's is disrespectful. So, if you don't respect me enough not to keep you to keep your wang in your pants, then we have a problem. So, if you can't respect me enough, I don't think we should be together. Holly Berry, Holly Berry literally can go get DP'd by two homeless niggas in an alley. And I will ask what I did wrong. <laughs> That's you. See? Is, it, is it me? Not me. <laughs> Holly, I only have one penis. If you want to get DP'd, I can call Ryan over. We can DP. All right, guys. Uh, another so, question from Ryan. Look, wait, wait, Casey. Let me ask you this. Like, like I think me personally, I think Erica Badu would get a pass. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even question it. Erica don't gotta take a shower. Ever. <laughs> if Eric, Erica can come home and now tell me, idea. she can come home and tell me, yeah, I just got fucked by two guys. Okay, honey, what do you want for dinner? Exactly. Honey, you're silly. Listen, I'm gonna go in the kitchen and start your meal and make your bed and make sure your bath water's hot. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a thermometer checking the temperature of her tub, making sure that the temperature that she likes. But Casey, let me ask you this though: If Erica come home and tell you she just got fucked by two guys, are you gonna eat the pussy before she shower? Yep. Uh, that's home. rough. If she, yes. hey Ryan, if she wants, to, yes. she <laughs> might if have she, a if she wants him to. <laughs> if she's pussy right now, I'm gonna say, damn it, Erica, can't you take a shower first? And she'd be like, no, I can't. I'd be like, ah, no, whatever. I want it now, Casey. Right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come here. Give it to me. <laughs> Did he have on a flavor condom? This is this tastes like grape. It tastes like grape flavor. Okay. Oh no, baby. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, this nigga has a tasty penis. No homo. All right. Now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's wrap it up. No, now. hold on. We got more. We got we got one more question. Okay. Um, can a relationship this is a good one can a relationship survive unequal promotions as one person progresses more than the other or one person doesn't progress at all so basically if one person you guys started the same level but one person is kind of leveling up in their career and the other person is staying kind of stagnant you think a relationship do you guys think a relationship can survive that we don't go to uh Ryan first. Oh man, I'm so glad you came to me first. Cause you know what? I think you trying to play. Once again, I'll put myself out there. You trying to play. You know what? It's cool. I don't mind. He came for you, dog. Cause look, I feel like this question was directed towards me, which is cool. I feel like you trying so to play. So listen, nigga, this a random question from two random people that don't even know y'all. Listen, listen. Let me just go ahead on and just put myself out there and say yes. When I met my wife, I'm, I'm going to tell you, we are in the military, right? So it's a rank structure. The more rank you get, the more money you get. I met my wife. I was a motherfucking uh, uh, E5. She was a E3. Today, I've been with her since, I don't know, it's been some years now. It's been a while. Uh, today... She is an E6. I am an E5. <laughs> okay. So, as you can see, she has progressed and surpassed me, and I'm still in the same fucking spot. And we're doing great. <laughs> Tell us why are you laughing. Uh, he's funny. <laughs> 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 Ryan, hold on. Dennis, why are you laughing? Huh? Because he's funny. <laughs> I love it when she this is my life. <laughs> okay. Tempest, same question. Yeah. We're in the military, so it's a little different. Life is a little different. Promotions work a little different. Um, so, yeah. So, your answer it's is you, both of y'all answer from a military perspective is yes, it can work. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you come home and you be like, this is what I am. Like, nobody cares. Right. And I, I mean, <laughs> and, and you know, okay, Casey, so to even be like, to think about it from a non-military perspective, I'm not a hater. So if we together and my wife is progressing, That's dumb, I'm her yeah. biggest fucking cheerleader. Like, yo, keep going. Let's go. Let's get it. Because we married. Okay. So shit, your money is right. my money. So my money is your money. You go out here, you make more money. That's more money for the family, more money for the house. So now we are doing good as a right. unit. I feel you. 
Now, Ryan, Tempest, feel free to say no comment if y'all want to, because we don't want you guys getting beat when you get off the air. Do attitudes change with more money? No. Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Ryan, feel free to say no comment <laughs> if you want to. Oh, I'm not even going to comment on this, you know. I'm not going to say nothing. But I will say this. My wife, no, I don't think her attitude changed. She might get a little more ammo, but her attitude won't change. She's still the same person. Okay. Now, she get a little bit more money, she might have a little more ammunition. But Overall, and this is the sad part about the military, right? So speaking from my personal life, the sad part about the military is I've been in so fucking long, we still almost make the same amount of money. Okay. Even though she outranked me because I've been in longer. Okay. 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 So Tempest, what... Did, so what she might make like $100, $200 more. Okay. So, so Tempest, what... Do you feel like, you know, your husband's attitude would change or your attitude would change the more money or the less money that you made? Is, is it the is it is it more woman going to make me a sandwich if you make more money or is it more like, hey, nigga, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? If you make more money, does y'all ranks or your promotions change? Are we talking personal the, life? Yeah, the dynamic of your household. Kemp ain't making no motherfucking sandwiches. <laughs> I you say what you're you know, I, take I take that back. I'm lying. Like, shit, Tim made me a sandwich one time. And that shit was- you made Ryan a sandwich? She did. I was over this bitch hungry. <laughs> well, no, she was making a sandwich. I just came through and picked the shit up. Wow. So listen, was- but I'm saying like, so does it change the dynamic in y'all household, uh, Tempest? Do you think that it would like, if I don't know what y'all ranks are, I don't know the military shit, but I know like, do you feel like that? Oh, they make more than me. <laughs> they both make more than right. me. Right. So do you feel like Ryan? I don't know. That, I mean, just throw that out. Right. There. So Tempest, do you feel like that? And you know what else? I've been I've been in longer than them too. <laughs> Shit. So do you feel like do you feel like and look, they Ryan, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> and another motherfucking thing. Like, calm down. <laughs> uh no, nah, like we it, it was different. It's different for us because we kind of like we grew up together pretty much. So like we became adults together. So, so no matter what, y'all dynamics don't change. No matter where the money and where right. it's coming from. Okay, all right. So yeah, so I've been I've been in the military. Well, how long? Like I've been in the military for for fourteen years, and I've been with him for like thirteen years. So you know, it's y'all. Grew it, together, it ain't right? really like we we just kind of grew, kind of you know went up everything together we you know bought our first house together got our first apartment together all that type stuff so it ain't really no it's, it is what okay. it is <laughs> and, and just kind of just kind of to put a bow tie on everything uh my nigga i'm not in the military i live in i'm a civilian let me tell you something i consider my wife the nicest person like literally i've ever met like she's a nice person like she's a good person, she's good to me, right? But nigga, if she coming home and the the money's long, and my money not, 
it's going to last maybe three months before it's going to be like, all right, my nigga, what you about to do? <laughs> she going to put you out, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never, I never saw how far I could push you, but there was a time, nigga, where I wasn't working. And Tierra was, like, making her money with me alone. And, nigga, she was, I mean, every she was still treating me like I was the king, nigga. She was still feeding me and taking care of all the bills and Nigga, I mean, and and nigga, I'm a big nigga, so it's it's double cheeseburgers, nigga. It's extra cheese. It's extra meat, mm-hmm. nigga. Let me get some nuggets on top of the combo meal. Like it was. Casey, you didn't have no money. You was asking bro all with that, nothing. Right? Yeah, with you. And, <laughs> and bro, nah, bro, you gotta take this regular cheeseburger and be happy. And Ryan, and Ryan, and my baby, and my wife was like, "Okay, babe, I got you. Okay, you want you want vegan." You you want vegetarian? You want shit different? Okay, cool. You want wings with the pizza? Okay, cool. But after two months, she sat down at me. She came down to motherfucker stuff because I was in the basement just being depressed and and whack. And she came downstairs, mm-hmm. nigga, and looked across at me. She said, "Okay, babe, now what you about to do? That's enough. I'm tapping out. That's what you about to do, babe. You need to get get together." And I'm like, "Cool." So, did the dynamic change with Tierra? No. You know what I'm saying? No, it didn't change. I was still the king. But when Tierra, when, you know, when girls feel like, nigga, I don't need you, I can't just speak for myself. I got to speak for all people. And I have to show empathy. Bro, a girl make more money than you, nigga. You can't talk crazy. They, they, their tolerance goes down. And Tempest and Ryan Ryan are in the military. Uh, They are in Tempest is very her relation, her marriage. I look at their marriage. We're all really friends. And their situations to me are very special. You know what I'm saying? Because we all are in long-term relationships. Like, and we black and we young and we made it. So it's very, we're in the minority. So I will say for the overwhelming majority, we advise the mass of the people. I will tell you that most of the time, nigga, if a girl is going to work every day and she make more money than you, nigga, you need to shut the fuck up. If you a broke nigga and you got the broke nigga lifestyle, you need to be eating pussy, laying good pipe, and having a barbecue twice a week. Even in the wintertime, you need to be out there on the grill with snow on the ground, making burgers. Nigga, you need, you know what I'm saying? Because she not going to do hey, shit Casey, if you make more than I got you. a question. Hence the Lemonade album. Gotta, That's, you know, Beyonce with the Lemonade album. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I got a Go question. Ahead. So how is the dynamic with your promotion. Oh, now that I'm getting the bread? Yeah, uh, let me yeah. let me think. Um, right now, you always got to look back because I'm just a thoughtful person. So I got to <laughs> think back to the times where I was fucked up and Tierra held me down. You okay. know what I'm saying? So you ain't in there talking oh, shit. No, nah, man, mm-hmm. not, not to my baby. But if, it was, if she was a different kind of bitch, like if my wife was a different type of woman, that it was like that meant something to her, then I guarantee you it would, it would mean something to me. If I was broke, I was a whole bunch of broke ass niggas and nigga, get your fat ass, your broke ass. If she was like that, then once I got my promotion, nigga, hey, bitch, what? Bitch, I don't need you. It would have been different. You be talking shit then. But now that I know that that shit didn't mean nothing, because Tierra literally held me down. I had nothing. So it's like, I would never carry her like that, me personally. But for the rest Mm -hmm. of you motherfuckers out in the world, yeah, nigga. So look, I got I got a question from one of my friends. Okay. Or one of our listeners, I okay. would say. Name and where they from? Uh 
this is from uh, Tiffany. She's from Baltimore. She said, where the hell y'all been the last year? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tiffany, let me answer this by myself because you know me, Ryan, and Tempest, our favorite word is accountability. If I was Casey, on that note, <laughs> like, you know. Well, let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tiffany, listen, from the heart. Tempest and Ryan for at least the first seven months and was on my ass about getting a podcast back going. They even shot a commercial on our you on our on our Instagram page. We made t-shirts. I got the shirt on. Yeah, right we, now. we 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 made t-shirts. Ryan and Tempest did what they were supposed to do. I took on a lot of responsibility for the show, volunteered it. And a lot of the shit that I was trying to go through, it I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know. I was trying to make the show sound better. I was trying to make everything better. I was trying to add a bunch of shit. So I took on a lot of responsibility that didn't, you know, kind of go through. So, and then on top of that, a lot of shit happened. You know, Ryan is married. His wife was pregnant. I didn't want to fucking go and fucking impose. Uh, Wow. Yeah, Ryan, that's not your that's fault true. though. I'm not. I'm not saying that Ryan was like my wife is pregnant. Nigga, leave me alone. I'm saying I didn't want to impose. I didn't want to be like, uh, yeah, nigga. I know your wife needs you, but yeah, nigga, time for the podcast. I didn't want to impose, and I didn't talk to him about that till literally live right now. I didn't want to impose. Uh, Tempest, motherfucking <laughs> ass. Uh. She funny acting. She has to diddy. She really don't fuck with niggas like talking about. So it's like, you don't know when you can talk to Tempest because you could text Tempest and she really will ignore you to your face. So Tempest don't really like me. So it's like, it's like, I'm playing all the jokes. But it's like, it's all my fault. It's all, it's all my fault. And it's like, I was bullshitting. And it was like, I, I we tried a couple of times. I, I downloaded a new streaming service. I was trying to get our sound better. I got a whole bunch of new equipment. And it took me a while to figure it out because I'm not as tech savvy as some other people. So that's why it took so long. And then after a while, after a few months, you know, it just kind of like life went on. So that's what the fuck took us so long. It's all on Casey Kello. It has nothing to do with Ryan or Tempest. It's Casey's fault. You know what I'm saying? So they was they they wanted to keep the show going. It's on me. So I'm sorry. But you know what, goddammit? I'm not going to dwell on the past too much because we back. Spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors, as the urban philosopher Andre 3000 once said. We don't look back. We moving forward. Amen. All right. Now, Tempest, uh, you got any questions from any of your audience members? Nah, let's just, you know, I got one for you next week. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Guys, Ryan and Case No Chase with a Turley Tim Twist Man, Casey Kello. Ryan Lee, Tempest motherfucking Williams, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for holding y'all down. My cousin Shannon, my nigga, I love you forever, my nigga. Like, you held me down. You asked about this shit damn near at least once or twice a month. My nigga Michael Wright, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my homegirl Lauren, I love you. You know what I'm saying? My wife, my son, you know what I'm saying? My kids, my family members, everybody who's been asking me about the show. Goddamn shout out to Champ, Jamal Champion, nigga, straight up. You know what I'm saying? You've been asking about the show. We back, my nigga. We love everybody who supported us and everybody who's been asking about the show or whatever and everybody who continues to support us. For real, it's Casey fault. I love y'all. Ryan and Temp, they love y'all too. All that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next time.
on the Ryan Case, No Chase with a Shirley Tim Twist podcast. Peace out. Yeah.